0: Minimists.
1: <laughs> all right, patrons. Le- uh, not Leo. Lao asks, my tendency is to have multiple goals slash directions. What do you do when you have too many goals? And they all bring you value. Hmm. I think that's important. So like, yeah. it's not like I have a bunch of goals and most of them are crap goals and I shouldn't have them. What he's saying is I have a lot of goals and they all bring me value. Do you multitask, or do you focus on one goal and then move on to the next goal? Well, I wrote this essay a long time ago and I was rereading it this morning and it's not incredibly well written, but um, I think the the sentiment of it still makes sense. This uh, our friend Leo Babalta. That's why I had Leo on the mind. He asked me to write this essay about living 100 days with no goals. So I'll read a a few excerpts uh, real quick. I lived the last 100 days with no goals. And that sounds crazy to people at first, right? Because like, uh, well, what I talked about on the podcast, I was the goal guy in the corporate world, right? right? Goals, goals, goals. You have to have goals. I mean,
0: if you wake up and you don't have a goal, what are you going to do with your time?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And so... um, uh, when I first met Leo Babauta, he said there were three things that significantly changed his life. Establishing establishing habits he enjoyed, simplifying his life, and living with no, with no goals. Living with no goals. I was already living the first two. I had established my pleasurable habits and I had simplified my life. But it was difficult for me to grasp the whole no goals thing. The thought of living a life with no goals sounded insane to me. It was counterintuitive. It was scary and it went against everything I had learned about productivity. In my corporate life of yesteryear, I managed hundreds of people for a large corporation, uh, an organization which I was considered the productivity guy, the goal guy. I met deadlines. I overproduced. I exceeded expectations. I got results. That's why they paid me the big bucks, right? I regularly had umpteen goals in various stages of completion: short-term goals, long-term goals, personal goals, business goals, health goals, financial goals, vacation goals, consumer purchasing goals—you name it. I thought if I crossed enough goals off my to-do list, I'd eventually be content. So I worked harder and harder, focusing on every new goal with lapidary pres- with lapidary precision. But I was stressed out of my mind with all those goals. Remember the spreadsheets, Ryan? Dude, it was crazy. I mean, it was stressful. It was, right?
0: yeah. It was genius at first because I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to help me stay so organized with my goals." But then, yeah, I just had a list of ten things that I wasn't doing anything I, with, I, or or worse, I was doing just a little bit with each, right? And feeling like I was getting somewhere, but really, I was just like spinning my wheels.
1: Yeah, you you were the hamster on that wheel, like oh, I'm being so productive, right? Right. And so I think my my 25 year old self would have told Lau, uh, "You should get the spreadsheet." <laughs> the problem is lao you don't have the right spreadsheet for your goals <laughs> whenever someone gives you that advice it's Run. probably bad yeah. nine out of ten times yeah, yeah, yeah. there might be an there, occasion there's always where an there's exception some sort of software helps yeah. out but um but i was stressed out of my mind with all those goals my hauntingly perpetual to-do list was just that perpetual it was never-ending and it was ever-growing Plus, I was continuously disappointed when I didn't achieve a goal or when I missed a deadline. I was even disappointed when I attained a goal, but I didn't overachieve. It was a self-consuming high, and it was never enough. I needed a way to quit my goals cold turkey, so I did two things after speaking with Leo Babalta. First, I asked myself, why do I have these goals? I had goals so I could... Tell if I was accomplishing what I was supposed to accomplish. If I met a goal, I was allowed to be happy then, right? Well, then I thought, wait a minute. Why must I achieve a specific result toward an arbitrary goal to be happy? Why don't I just allow myself to be happy now? Second, I decided to live with no goals for a while. Uh, The the essay is called 100 Days with No Goals. Uh, I didn't know how long because I didn't want to make it a goal, though. I figured I'd just give it a shot for a month or so, maybe longer, to see what happened. If it affected me negatively, I could return to my rigid life of, quote, achieving and producing results with my color-coded spreadsheets containing scads of goals. What happened? Breaking free from goals changed my outlook on life. Uh, I did three things. One, uh, I found that I was less stressed without all the goals. Two, I was actually more productive, and I, I, I'm not going to read the whole thing here. But the productive side was one I didn't anticipate. I, I thought getting rid of goals meant I wasn't I was going to sacrifice results and productivity, but the opposite had been true. Uh, I tossed product, I tossed productivity, and became more productive. I've written the best fiction of my life. This was in my... I think I was 30 when I did this. Mm. Um, I watched our website's readership grow. Uh, it increased significantly. And I met a bunch of new people. And, and what I realized is that, that those 100 days without goals were the most productive days I had had up to that point because I was i was no longer striving for this, this, and this, and this. Mm. And instead, I was that doing... That sounds
0: stressful just thinking about 10 goals... I've got to do th- this. Golly, yeah. And, 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 um,
1: and then I, I th- the third thing I, I realized is that I'm I'm just, just happier. So during my, my 30 years on earth, uh, I, I've never felt this consistently happy. And I think part of that had to do with the first thing. Like, it's just feeling less stressed plus the added sort of productivity, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even call it productivity anymore. I know that's what I called it in this essay a long time ago. But um, eh, I would maybe just call it effectiveness yeah like i feel like i'm more effective with my everyday life you know the high standards thing that you and i talk about
0: yeah. well a lot of times like we put a goal in ourselves and let's say uh, it's to write a book okay? right and you know that that has been a goal for the last two years well that third year going into i'm gonna write a book it's almost debilitating mm. uh, it's almost like uh you you've set this goal that you thought was achievable uh i haven't got anywhere close to it why, why would I even bother continuing to try right now? However, if in that situation, I was to change my goal from I need to write a book to today I need to write. Mm, yes. well, this, this week I need to write for two hours, uh, two days a week. Um, it, it's much more achievable, less debilitating. and. I think to your point, like that is what will help you be more effective.
1: Right. And, and, and so what you're talking about there is either chunking the goal or just doing something that will eventually get you toward the goal, sure. whatever that ultimate goal was, but not worrying about I mean, the book thing was an example. And in fact, I had uh, uh, three misconceptions about goals here. There are three arguments uh, against the no-goal lifestyle that presented themselves to me in the last 100 days. That's when I wrote this, um, which all three of which i like to address. Number one, complacency. Doesn't a life with no goals make you complacent? Well, if by complacent you mean more content, then yes. Otherwise, no, it didn't make me complacent. In fact, the opposite was true. After removing the stress from my life, I engaged in new, exciting endeavors uh, while living a more meaningful life. Uh, number two, growth. Doesn't a life with no goals prevent you from growing? No, I've grown con- I've grown considerably in the last hundred days. Uh, I've gotten to the best shape of my life, strengthened my personal relationships, established new relationships, uh, and written more than ever before. I- that was a big one for me. Like without the goals of like this book and this and blog post, it was just like no, no, no. the 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 goal wasn't the goal. It was just to write. Mm. If and if your goal is to write more, then just write. You don't need the goal at all. Just right. do the damn thing whatever it is write more run more exercise more whatever yeah. and, the, and the third misconception was what well, uh, misconception was uh, you st- come on really you still have goals you <laughs> say you have no goals but don't you still have some goals like finishing your next book or being happy isn't that a goal or living in the moment isn't that a goal and it's important to make a distinction here yes i want to be happier and yes i want to live in the moment and yes i want to live a healthy life but these are choices not goals you can choose to be happy. You, you can choose to live in the moment. You can choose to, to, to live a healthy lifestyle. I don't need to measure these events. I simply need to live this way. As for my next book, I, I intend to finish, this is a book I was working on at the time, I intend to finish writing it. I've never worked harder on anything thus far in my life, but I've enjoyed the process of writing it. And this was the hardest line to write in the whole thing. I remember this. And if I never finish, that's okay. I'm not stressed about it anymore. Yeah. And being okay with with not finishing it for me was was, it gave me permission to sit down and write every day and realize that even if I failed it wasn't failure. Like it wasn't failure in the, the sense that like everyone's going to judge me or whatever. It was just like, oh, that thing didn't get finished or yeah, I worked on that and it was a failure in the sense that it maybe maybe the book wasn't done, but it was a success in the sense that I
0: sat down every day and wrote. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, it's I think about snowboarding man. And if I had a goal set where I was like, you know, I just want to like enter into a snowboarding competition and compete at a certain point. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like I actually like thinking about having that goal almost makes me want to not ever snowboard again. Cause Mm. I don't, I don't feel like I would ever be able to get to that point. Yeah. But what I'll tell you is every year, man, I get better and better and better. And when I get on the Hill uh, this coming season, like I know I'm going to be like, Oh shit. Like I've gotten better from last year. Yeah. And and to me like that is that's that's the direction, being a better snowboarder. It's not necessarily a goal as much as it is um reaching towards towards uh reaching towards something. Like it's I think a direction. I mean, yeah. That, that's all it really is. I mean, I think about the um this the documentary special that we're working on right now. Yeah. That thing I mean, I'm pretty sure it will come to fruition, but right now, like our our uh our direction is to you know, produce meaningful content to do the absolute best that we can with this film. But our goal is not, well, we got to have it done by this date mm-hmm. and then we have to sell it to either Netflix or Hulu mm-hmm. and then we need to make sure that this many people see it and make sure that, you know, we have this much revenue from it. Right. It's it's more about us um, heading in a direction and whatever comes of it, great. Yeah. yeah. But But setting a goal, especially if it was like, okay, we need to sell this for X amount of dollars, I mean, that's, uh, it's just a huge, it could end up being a huge letdown.
1: Yeah, and it could actually end up being an obstacle for us, Yeah, right? During the regular podcast, we talked about obstacles, and, and, Obstacles are going to be there, but why create unnecessary obstacles mm-hmm. for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of these obstacles that we set up our own obstacle course that we're for- forcing ourselves to run around. Why? There are already enough obstacles out there already. I don't need more to make this the, the, the work more challenging. It's going to be challenging enough. And if you want to create something meaningful, if you want to produce meaningful creations, I, I think I'm going to go back to Lau and just say this, it, it, when it comes to these all having all these goals, Okay, maybe you don't need any of them, or if you if you feel like you really do, if that's what keeps you motivated, then why not find one and, and attack that one? Give it your all. Set the other ones aside, mm-hmm. and, and realize that i'm going to make this my obsession what's the one that you can get most easily obsessed by the one you know is going to have obstacles but you're willing to suffer to go over those obstacles in order to follow that goal to, to the end mm-hmm. and maybe you don't need that goal at all to actually do that maybe you just need to do the work but if the goal helps you get there then uh then so be it but but maybe
0: just maybe it takes sitting down and, and just doing the work yeah uh, you know, the only, the only thing I will say to allow in addition to, which I think is great advice, man, like if you've got all these goals, pick one and at least work towards that one goal. And then let's say you're having trouble reaching that one goal. Then, then yes, like put that goal off into the distance. One day I will create this book, but start to set a, these little tiny goals that will get you to that greater goal. Mm. So going back to the book example, yes, today my goal is to write yeah, and meet that goal. Right. And then tomorrow maybe you'll have another, you know, tiny little goal that will get you there. Yeah. But if your goal is too big, it's okay to shrink it down a little bit to give yourself a little bit of a victory.
1: Yeah, just chunk it into these little chunks. These these little these little goalposts that'll that'll get you there along the way. And then when you look back you realize like, huh, maybe I didn't didn't need the goal post at all. I just needed to do the work that got me to that goalpost in the first place. All right, y'all. We appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you for being a Patreon supporter. We'll we see love you, next you all. Time
0: each and every one of you see it the minimalists <laughs>